Hello, everyone. Before the show starts, I just wanted to come on here and explain something about the show you're about to hear. So originally, the episode with RJ was intended to be a Patreon friend zone, which is the friend zone is the bonus podcast that I do for my Patreon subscribers. Uh, And then the same day that I recorded that one, I recorded an episode with my husband, which I had in Tended to be the Monday show. But then after I recorded both of them, I just had a feeling, a feeling that I can't deny. And that feeling is the Patreon friend zone with RJ feels more like a Monday show, and the Daniel episode feels more like a Patreon friend zone. Um, And I realize if you're new to me, these things mean nothing. But if you're old to me, these have meaning. Um, So anyway, I just want to explain it because. When you hear the episode, you'll notice that I use the language of introducing a Patreon friend zone, and I don't know how, I don't know, I forget if I referred to it that way during the show as well. Probably. I probably did. Um, And then the normal intro that you would hear for my show, which is very similar, my non-Patreon show, um, is just MIA. It is on a beach sipping pina colada with its bathing suit up its butt because that's how bathing suits are these days so anyway enjoy the episode i feel that i feel that i'm making the right call now you might hear it and you might say that bitch has it all wrong um and if so i welcome hearing that i don't welcome hearing that but i welcome hearing from you so feel free to get in touch give me your thoughts Make sure if you like what you're hearing or even if you don't, subscribe to my podcast wherever you listen. Leave us a nice review. Click five stars. It helps out the show. I read the reviews on the show. Tell your friends. Um, God, did I even mention all of my merch? I think I mentioned it once at the end, but um, guys, I have a lot of merch available now. So go check it out. It's in my merch store. We're talking t-shirts, mugs stickers, tank tops, hoodies, hats, galore, and notebooks. I mean, a full suite of items, various designs. I'm excited about it because I didn't, my merch had laid fallow or lied fallow. It was fallowed for so long. Uh, So go to alisonrosen.com and click on the thing at the top that says new merch. You can't miss it. I mean, you could, but I don't think you will. Okay, anyway, here's the episode. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with her good times never end. Allison Rosen, doing the way that's a fancy again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hey, everyone. Hi. Hello. Welcome to an exciting Patreon friend zone with return guest RJ City. Hello. Hi. What makes this one exciting? Um, Because I've been on quite a few times now. Yeah, I know. And you're a polarizing figure. Yeah. But no, I'm slowly winning people over. I know. Well, circa last time we talked, which I feel like was a while ago now, things could have changed. Well, no, I, I think you are. I was still brought up even when I wasn't on the show. Yes, you were, because we got a lot of bang out of the sex thing. This is not a sex thing. Oh, yeah. And and unfortunately, so have I. I've had multiple people 
bring it up to just you. Just write it on Twitter and yeah. say it to me in the middle of a conversation, and it's embarrassing. Uh, you and did the it, poor and the poor woman, yeah, who took it all in stride. She did. She posted. Yeah. A, she she made hay with it too. I have a question though. But at first, we should we should oh, set the scene okay. for people who don't know what we're talking about. And also, there's a little thing bouncing on my computer, and let me just get it to go away. Okay. Um, so you and Dalton were on an in-person episode. It was a Thursday yes. show. Robin With Shore Robin. was here. Yeah. Yes. You were very tired. I was been- exhausted. I had not slept, like, for 24 hours, for sure, if yes. not longer. Yes. Yes. Um, and I feel like I got to see a smidge of what I've heard Dalton primarily talk about, which is how you're just like an anxious, nervous wreck all the time. Yeah, you didn't get a smidge of that before. Not really, because I i mean, I feel like I've heard you tell stories which where you talk about having anxiety and which kind of mm-hmm. hint at it. Um but I feel like when you came and we did our marathon session, yes. you were like in good spirits. Yeah. Uh, you had gotten rest probably. I was well rested. Yes. yes. Whereas when you came with Dalton, yeah. you arrived just like. Late, first yeah, of all. Yes. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you were just like shaking your head and you just looked like, oh, like I've been through hell. Yeah. And the night, maybe the night before. Or two nights before that, I had my, this is the problem with Dalton is that I enjoy being with him. And not to say that he's a bad influence, (laughs) but I'm more likely to say yes to things if he is around and doing them with me. Right. And maybe, yeah, it had to be the night before was one of like my yearly social outings. Mm -hmm. I think, you know what? You're in LA. You don't hang out with these people. When are you going to see them again? And then within two hours, I'm quickly reminded why I only do this like once a year. Now, I know a little bit of what happened, but what specifically are you referring to? Well, we went to the show where I I saw you, the Ring Mm -hmm. of Honor show. Yes. Yes, where you you physically ejected me from backstage. I was backstage for 90 seconds. I was like, where I belong, whatever. not pull focus from the match that was going on. Sorry right. for because all, the performers. Because all eyes in the arena were certainly yeah. on me yeah. over by whatever. Well, you okay. know when you go to a Broadway show and you sneak backstage during the show? You know how often that happens. I've actually that's actually never happened to me. <laughs> but I could imagine I could imagine yeah. being annoyed. Yeah, you go to a baseball game and go to the dugout while the game is going on. Again, know. also I feel like people go to the dugout all the time during a baseball game. While the ga- a fan going to the dugout while the game is going on? Oh, I'm just a fan. I am a wrestling oh. insider. Oh, you did have a press pass. I don't think I had one that night. I had a Dalton pass, but I'm okay. a wrestling insider. I host the number yes. one wrestling podcast. Yes, wrestling adjacent. <laughs> both. It's both. Yeah. It's wrestling and it's wrestling adjacent. So anyway... Um, so so then it was like, all right, let's we're all hanging out. And then that, that was, it was that big wrestling weekend in L.A. So there was shows going on basically all the time. So then there was a show going on after that, that a friend of ours was running. Let's go to that. Let's support. I think it started at like 1130. Mm-hmm. Let's, so then we go to that. And then that was my stop. Like I had fulfilled my quota there. 
Right. That was that was your subway exit on that night. Yes. But but I could not exit because bags were in another. Oh, God. It was with him. And I got I quite frankly, I got outvoted. I was the one dissenting vote to keep hanging out. So you were like, let's call it a night. Oh, my God. Yes. And they were. Oh, I've I am relating so intensely to just people be like to like a whole chorus of like, no, are you insane? We're the night's just getting started. Yes. Okay. Uh, Keep in mind, this is also a working weekend Mm -hmm. for me. So I also had, you know, more work to do and I had to get up early and people aren't people aren't going to eject themselves from backstage by themselves. No, it's not an excuse to be tired to me. Right. You know, it's that's embarrassing. Like that's on you. I don't know. You know. Mm, yeah. So for me to be tired, it's a self-loathing thing on top of it. Right. You're an adult. You're supposed to get sleep. And we all yes. know that growing up, you had trouble sleeping. So it's like loaded. Yes. For you. Le- I have to gain some back. <laughs> also, the hotel is so nice. And I hate it when we're in a nice hotel. I don't want to go anywhere else. What hotel were you staying at? I don't know. It was by the airport, but it was oh, nice. Where all the nice hotels are. Okay. It was a nice one. It was Got a it. good. No, I get know. it. You and wanna... I certainly don't want to be walking the streets of Los Angeles at, you know, one o'clock in the morning. No, no but I totally exactly. get you want to take advantage of the plush hotel. Yeah. It's amenities. The right. Streets have nothing. <laughs> Worse than nothing. It can be dangerous. Yes. So yeah. we said we were going to go to an after. Oh, there's an after party. Okay. So Another we're all one. in this car. There's too many people in the car. Then there are seats, which is already bothering me. Right. Where were you? Where was your butt planted? I was in the middle in the back. But oh, no, I, it was someone lying on top of us. <laughs> so you, was also, that you could probably what, get pulled over like. Of course you can. She didn't have a seatbelt. But wait a minute. Was that the wrestler who told you that she pisses herself always when she's performing? Okay. Yes. Let me. She didn't say she pisses herself always. Because now you're just making her sound like a horrible. Now you're just making her sound like, you know, a miscreant, really. It sometimes happens. I got the sense that it happens during every match. I could. But I don't think she said always. Okay. Sorry. Thank thank you for maybe you me. should have her on. I don't know who it is, but yes, I would like to. I'll I love to her, talk about piss. I don't know if I should say her name now. It's this mystery piss woman. Have did we say her name last time? Yes. You don't remember. You didn't, but I would like no, to I, yeah. I know that I asked if she had kids and you said no. You didn't think so. Because she's young. She did not have kids. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, maybe off mic you can tell me her name. Okay. Okay. Um so anyway. You know, it, that's not getting pulled over by the cops. That's not a funny story to me. That's, again, embarrassing, like being out late. Yeah. Like, that's sad. Your dad was a cop. Yeah. You take this shit seriously. Right. So then, oh, it's this after party. Okay. So it's this build. There's a walled up building. And it was. it looked like one of those cool after party places that they hide from the public. Because mm. it's so cool. Unmarked. You know I mean? Right. You got to know yeah. someone. So I thought, well, this will be good. There's a place in Toronto I loved going to that it, it has since closed down. That was totally unmarked. You'd never know it was there. Then you go in, and it's like, whoa. So I was very excited about the prospects of the exterior. Yeah. Uh, and then we walk in this door and we turn the corner and we walk up 
what I can describe as homemade steps, like non-regulation stairs. Like planks of wood? Are they like planks planks of of wood? Like unfinished? Clearly like a non-expert measured them. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they were too long. Dangerous, yeah. Yeah, he probably only had a certain amount of wood. Right. And thought, well, what if we just make them bigger? (laughs) And you have to take those larger steps. Okay. This is not right. Right. And then we turned turned the corner into a house uh, completely unfinished, drywall everywhere, almost totally, totally dark. Mm-hmm. And and just sitting in the corner on, on couches were just a bunch of unscrupulous people. Okay. A real gang of, you know, toughs. Oh, no. Let's say. Like, um, and I'm, like the, the sharks? The jets? Sure. Which ones no, were bad? They were fun. That whole movie was fun. Everybody in that movie was great. Uh, For me, it's a stage show, but... Um, oh, excuse me. <laughs> no, yes. they were they were just sullen gray people. People that I probably have blocked online. You know? Oh, you feel like these are people... Okay, go ahead. I'm getting distracted. Go ahead. It's okay. And we just, we were too far in to not say hello because we already made eye contact with these people because it's so dark. But then. But who were these people? I understand that they're tough gray people. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but if who just are they? Out, if some were wrestlers, if okay. some were fans, if some were, I don't know, other than this was the beginning of a B horror movie from 1982. Right. Your you know sense I mean? was this is no place for RJ City. No, no place for any of us. Okay. And we all that you, you, you the that note was played in the air, and all of us heard it except for Dalton. Interesting. Uh, we decided to strike up a fuck, rip roaring conversation, and we had to pull him away. And huh. so he did not feel unsafe or unsettled like you guys did. Uneasy. Um. I guess not. Or maybe he did. And he thought his coping mechanism is to make the best of this. Maybe, you know, Uh, and then I will say. As so we're we leave finally. And do you have you seen my interview with Sky Blue? No, not yet. Plucky youngster from Chicago who set a kid on fire, right? Yes. (laughs) I saw the promo. We was on her way to like meet up with us. And the the P woman we were with the mysterious has a video now on her phone, which she sent to Sky Blue of me saying, turn around. You're going the wrong way. Mm. She just has a fantastic warning video <laughs> of the, you know, I I look like I've just seen a ghost. Right. And, and do I'm you not trying specific- to is it not specific not, at all? Because if not, this yes. can be repurposed. It, yes. So the the P woman said she's going to send it to all her friends when they start dating shitty men. I love that. Yeah, it's a big red flag. <laughs> so and then that and then the next day, I had you know work to do. I had stuff to do. You oh, had I my did podcast that busted open thing. With, yeah. with uh, David, which was uh, you know uh, the whole thing, and then. We ended up being late to you. Right. So So I'm exhausted and embarrassed and frightened and frustrated. And then I had to listen to Robin mocking me. 
for two hours. She didn't mock you. Oh, you know, a she little bit. She mocked me the a little entire bit. time. I don't think she mocked you. I think me she and Dalton are in love with her. You are? We think she's just wonderful. She is wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think she was a smidge disappointed to find out that you both date women and not each other. Yeah. Because she, I showed before, before you guys got here, I showed her Dalton's promo and she goes, do you think there's any way he dates RJ? And I said, I don't think so because he's married and RJ dates women. And she was like, what? And I said, and he yes. also dates women. Like he's married to a oh, woman. Oh, yes, 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 Neither yes. Neither of us are gay. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think I said married to a woman. Um But then we kind of do like date each other <laughs> when we do stuff like this. Like we don't right. mind spending long stretches of time together. Or like when we did Family Feud and then we hung out at David. It reminds me of my my grandmother used to have a friend. Do you know how, do, is this a thing that women still have girlfriends? They'll say, oh, my girlfriend. Women of a certain age will say that. Yeah. Yes. For so, okay. I haven't, I'm not there yet, but I feel yeah. like it's around the corner. That's what it harkens back to, to me. Yes. But what you're describing is a good friend. The, uh, right. from, to me, the difference between someone you're dating and someone you're just friends with is dating suggests something sexual or eventually, it's a oh, sex okay. thing. Oh, dating is a sex thing? I mean, not always, but you hope it will will be. Oh, okay. Yeah. But no, I would say we date in the platonic sense. As so you're friends. As other, opposed to other male friends where it's just like, I'll see you when I see you. Yeah. You know, he's very, let's go do this. But I feel like he does stuff with me that he would do with his wife had she been there. Right. I'm just drawing an even finer distinction. Yeah. But still, yeah, you guys are like, no, that's that's you're like platonic partners. That makes sense. Right. Right. Well, I have to tell Robin that you guys love her because she will be so delighted. Yeah. She loves you guys. Well, isn't that great? Yeah. I guess you're the odd gal out. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Would you like me to just exit? As if well, from backstage? Yeah, maybe just give everyone your blessing and say it's it's us now. Well, how do you guys feel about me? Somebody complained about that. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, I should send it to you. You know who Chaz Palmiteri is? Yes. Okay. So he has a podcast because what else is new? Because he's a person who breathes. <laughs> and they were doing, you know, his his pet peeves. He's they he were doing his version of is it just me or everyone? That deal. I invented that. Yeah, that was you. Before mm-hmm. that, no, no one, one ever compared. Anything. No one ever compared themselves to anyone else. Everyone stayed in their own lane. And he got really mad. When he has friends over for like a dinner party or something, and it's people who don't know each other, Mm -hmm. and then they hit it off at the dinner party, and then we'll hang out without him. I get that. And he's positioned it as rude, but it sounds like they're bonding over not liking him. (sighs) I get that. Yeah. I got it. Maybe that's you for Robin and us. <clears throat> Thank you. Why were you listening to Chaz Palminteri's podcast? I don't listen to it. There are clips on Instagram. Okay. Uh, and I find, how do I explain this? I put him in the same category as a Joe Piscopo or uh, Frank Sivero, if you're familiar with him. No, I'm not. Okay. 
they're just these actors who are have adopted to social media, but things just put out there. I guess it's it's you know, gee, I hope people don't think I'm like that. So I mm. guess I watch it in that sense. Right. I see. It's like a um. Oh my God! What's it called? A story that's like a warning, a cautionary tale. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. So back to my question: You uh, guys love Robin. She loves yeah. you. I know that right. Robin likes me. How do you guys feel about me? We, um, we told you how we feel about you, and you clipped it and you put it on that every time we're done, we go, "Is that okay?" That's. Is that good? I feel like that's about you. That's not about how you feel about me. Yeah. Well, I feel great about you. Thank you. So anyway, what we were talking about, we this whole thing was a wind up yeah. to um, you shared a story that you had met up with a fan who's not really a fan yes. at the hotel bar late at night. Yeah. Uh, but saying not really a fan, meaning they're they're somewhat in the business. They're put, you know, they, they work in the business. Yes. But yes, yes. Uh, someone you had not met in person before, but you guys yeah. were like trying to meet up in person and then yes. you finally met up with her Uh and you blurted out like a few of some some minutes into it. You blurted yeah. out. This isn't a sex thing, right? Right. And so Robin, the one I, you guys I also, love, wait a minute, threw it out in the podcast like it was this just life hack that solves all the world's problems. And I thought you both were going to go. That was what a great idea. What really? a noble thing to do. Yes. Okay, we have we got to like circle back to that specific aspect of it because yeah. this whole that whole thing has has caused me to do some thinking about all that stuff. But oh, um, I didn't realize that you presented it like a life hack that that you were expecting adulation. Well, yeah, I thought and praise. This will be a good thing. Not only I thought it was a good thing from a, a good way for me to frame it, mm-hmm. but also I thought it was a good discussion topic. It was great. It was like. One of the better things that's come up on the podcast recently yeah. because we got I got a lot of episodes out of that. It's a yeah, good. See, this, my hope was it would be a good discussion topic for that episode, and then would not be heard of again. Unfortunately, now, what it's four months later, right? And I haven't brought it up lately, but there was a series of episodes where I ha- where and especially if Robin was here, we had to run it by the other person and get right. their thoughts about it. Do you know who, to hear about this guy? Do you know who Joel Stein is? He's a yes. columnist. Okay. Robin actually was like, RJ and Joel should be on an episode together. And I said, yes, I agree. Perhaps it can be one where I'm not here. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone's dream. Yeah. But RJ, no, you're RJ. Joel was like, no, that goes against all social conventions. Like, I assume most of you here don't want to sleep with me right now, but I don't have to put it out there. He has different life experiences. I think I so. Do. I, don't I know think what so. To say. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, you guys can duke it out next time yeah. you're in town. So That'd be great. Yeah, I think you guys would like each Who, other. You said Ben Stein, Joel Stein. I know. I was just. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, another guy who I will look up his stuff because I don't like him. <sighs> when did he become unlikable, though? Because I don't think he was. So now, wait a minute. Ben Stein. I, I have this same question myself. Okay. And it turns out he had been unlikable before he was likable and then did a likability campaign that worked. He was a speechwriter for Nixon. Oh, yes. I knew that at one point. Not likable. Pretty unlikable. Yeah. Although, you know. 
Watergate looks so mild compared to so many things of late, but that's a separate, not sure, that interesting but I discussion. Mean, be, uh, had I known that right. while I was watching Win Ben Stein's Money, yeah, or The Mask, right, or Ferris Bueller, you know, I don't like Ferris Bueller anyway. Okay, uh, I, I left that out intentionally, but you know, there he is with Jimmy Kimmel or Sarah Silverman and Jim Carrey, and you think, okay, you know, this guy's on the up and up, and then he did those. Fantastic Clear Eyes commercials. Oh, I forgot about those. <laughs> Which is what I really remember him from. And then it was this turn. And then you'd see him. I remember they would bring him on as a correspondent on the news. And I'd say, excuse me. This is not a, you know, because I didn't. You didn't know he was a political time. guy. Right. Yeah. He took advantage of the generational shift. Right. And he latched on a younger generation, which reminds me of those people in like the 12th grade who instead of graduating, hang around another year or two for whatever reason. The fifth year senior. The fifth year senior, they've been kind of uh, excommunicated from their own age group. Right. And then they hang out with the ninth graders. who And they're super popular. Of course. It's the Fonz. Right. Yeah, he pulled the Fonz. Yeah. You know, you're reminding me that I remember I had heard that he was a speechwriter for Nixon. But at the time I back in his during his likability phase at the time I heard that, though, it was like, huh, that's a weird little curio. Like, right. Like it didn't fit into the larger like he sucks thing. Right. Okay. so anyway. Thank you for the backstory on sex thing. I didn't realize what a. Uh, surprising how surprising it must have been when Robin and I did not say oh my god what a great life hack you are the most direct honest man congratulations on your direct communication instead Robin's face is just it's burned into my brain now right it's like this gritted teeth it's a shock but also a disgust I think it was I think she was stunned yeah yeah I think it was it was stunned she and I were both just thinking how awful it must have felt for the girl who will not admit that it felt awful. I just suspect because if someone like if I'm walking down the street and someone's like, Hey, just wanted to let you know, we're not going to have sex. And I, even if I didn't want to have sex with them, I'd be like, Oh, okay. It's just a rejection from out of nowhere. I understand your life experience led you to believe that this was probably the most effective way to handle the situation. I get that. It's complicated. But to get back to what we're talking about. Uh So my question is, you said that this has become a thing in your life now. Yeah. Is that this whole thing, this whole question is driven by my ego. Yeah. Is that as a result of it coming up on my show? Yes. Otherwise, I would not. I wouldn't have mentioned it anywhere else. Okay, but was it already like an inside joke between you and the gal? Yes. Okay. We had laughed about it the the next day or whatever, and then I I guess maybe that's what gave me the confidence boost, right? To say, hey, this is a lovely anecdote. It was. Thank you for sharing it. It was like the perfect story for my show. It was was perfect. Good panel. Yes. That's okay. All right. So I uh, there's a little bit of a coda to that. I want to get into yeah. that. And then just to map out where we are. Yeah. Um, I have some questions that listeners okay. sent in. Oh, my. And knowing that it was me. Knowing that it was you. 
And do you feel like I've grown on them? I've continued to grow on them. Oh yeah. Okay. Like a mold. Um, and I don't know if you can see probably not, but my printer is running out of toner. So there's a, just a stripe in the middle. Yeah. So I'm going to have to guess. Grade school library quality. Yes. Uh, and then, you know, I keep this running list of topics for when you're Mm -hmm. on and I was like, I'm going to revisit that, but we kind of got through most of it. Although I do have a list here and for anyone who would like to see the visual aids, uh, you got to be at the confidant level and then you get video. Yeah. Um, I have, I do have some notes of things okay. I want to tell you. So anyway, Great. let's just quickly get back to the sex thing thing. Um, yeah. Cause you and I talked about it afterwards a bit. Robin yeah. and I talked about it a bit. You and yeah. Robin talked about it. Yeah. I mean, everyone it obviously sat with people on the way home. Yes. Yeah. It was like the real life version of that. Bye bye birdie song. Where they're all on the phone talking to each other. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, like, yes. What's the story, Morning Glory? What's yeah. the tale, Nightingale? Yeah. Is it a sex Very thing? Good. Yeah. Very good. Thank you. Um, so anyway, okay. Initially, my feeling was like, you don't have to be that direct. You can just like drop some hints in the conversation. Sure. But you said that that's like too indirect. Um. And I, I do think there is something to be said for just owning your side of it and just being very clear. So sure. in that I mean, sense, I think like, that's good. I, well, cause I often am not the hottest at picking up on hints. Mm. You know, in, oh, so, in so in direction, hints in general. I'm like, I don't know. How the fuck am I supposed to know? Right. So if someone I would I would appreciate people being blunt with me. Right. Because I told a story of a guy that I was hanging uh, going to like a party with saying in front of me to my roommate, it's not like it's a date. And and I, I remember feeling like, ouch. And you said you should be thanking him for saying that. So you don't have to wonder. Well, he should have said it to you. But I wasn't asking him if it was a date. Right. Well, he wanted to clarify that, you know? Yeah, but that makes me feel yucky. Because you were in love with him. Well, I wasn't in love with him. Well, were you on the same page as him or no? (sighs) Well, no. No. So you had set expectations. And then they changed. And that's why you feel uncomfortable. But If it was not a date in your mind... And then he clarified that with you. You'd say, of course not. Right. But the dream, and you don't know this because you've always right. been attractive. The dream. The sh- okay, whatever. I'm okay. not going to get into my <laughs> ugly childhood now. Okay. Well, maybe you do know this then. I had a mustache when I was 12. <laughs> uh, maybe you have ha- been unlucky in love at times of your life. So maybe you will relate to this. The dream of yeah. every awkward person hanging out with someone that they have a little bit of a crush on, but yeah. that they're not intending to do anything about with yeah. is yes, of course I'm fantasizing in my head, but there's no way they would know. So the mm-hmm. fact that he's like, this isn't a date, right? Made me go like, Oh my God, am I, do you have an x-ray machine that can read my thoughts? I feel so right. uncomfortable. He was, he was quite attractive though. So maybe yeah. he also, 
you know, dealt had the handsome man's burden. <laughs> yeah. And this was Joel Stein? No, but my sister and I used to read his column in Time magazine every week and like did have sort of this weird crush on him. I think I, t- I don't know. Crush, you had a crush on his writing. Yes. But yeah. we saw him in Las Vegas one time and we were mm. both like, oh, my God, that's that's Joel Stein. Oh, my God. And he I told him this story. and He's like, why didn't you come up to me and tell me? And I was like, would have made his whole life. Yeah, he was really bummed that we didn't tell him. Yeah. But it's like, I didn't know him from any, I was, this was like 20 years ago. No, Mm. like 15 years ago. Not important. Anyway. Um, Yeah, sorry. You had an awkward, you had awkward moments? Yes. I had very, I was very large. I was a chubbier child. Were you overweight or just? Yes. I wasn't, I wasn't fat throughout my body that makes sense where was it located i had a hefty midsection on okay i didn't have like a necessarily a fat face or fat fingers or you know right uh, whatever so you could hide it with a good shirt yeah good um but you know the 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 boys that they liked at that time were smaller and cuter and fitter Mm. (laughs) i did not have that and i was also listening to ethel merman you know, I don't Do, think. Were, were you able? Were, go ahead. I just don't think we're finding common ground for a variety of reasons. You know, did you were you able to shop in like the how old were you at this point? I don't. Well, since my like my childhood, I would say from like grade six onward. Were you, you able know? to shop for clothes in the section that was meant for you? Or did you have to like get someone's older sister to loan you a dress and you had to get it tailored to go to cotillion? Uh, not shoes. I had to buy shoes. I had large feet early. Okay. Like disproportionately. All right. You know, and it made the feet really big. And then any shoes that were cool were not cool on my feet because they were so large. Right. All right. Double well, the material. Yeah, I didn't realize it was so hard for you. I'm sorry. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, the other thing I was going to say that yeah. I re- that I that this is the part that I was thinking about. I for- I forgot. Um, in my mind, it's like, well, you don't say the sex thing thing to the <laughs> girl <laughs> because yeah. it's going to hurt her feelings and make her feel terrible. Right. Um, but maybe. That is not your responsibility. And I'm not really talking about you specifically. I'm just talking about each each role. Like maybe it is not your responsibility to take care of her feelings to that extent. Maybe your responsibility is just to handle your half of things and be direct. Is that how you feel? Yes. And I would also say there are probably far worse outcomes than that. Than what occurred. Right. The outcome being her making a move or something and you having to shut her down. Sure. Wouldn't that be uh, even worse? Yeah. <laughs> so it's better to get that out of the way up front. But you don't think she would have picked up. Oh, you just you just don't trust hints is your thing. Mm, yeah. No. I. You mean me giving hints? Yeah. Like, I feel like you kind of like drop. And then I have to hint sit and wonder if they're received and how my hint is and do it. And now I'm now I then I feel like I'm playing a game Then I almost feel like mm. I'm manipulating someone, you know, with tasks. <laughs> Were you wondering what she wondered? Bef- Did that make sense? That question? Yeah. Were you wondering where where her head was before you guys met up? 
No. 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 And I and I did frame it as this is not a sex thing, right? Right. Like there's an opportunity that she doesn't have to feel horrendous. Well, that I I I was under the impression that it is not a sex thing. But I would also know that you you kind of never know. Was it was it because you were meeting up late at night in a hotel? Like, what was it that because because when you and I met, you weren't yeah. like this isn't. I mean, you were coming to do my podcast, so yes, that's a and bad you, example. And your husband was watching from the window. <laughs> you don't know what we're into, um. So that's not a good example. But I, there's probably plenty of women that you meet in life where you don't feel compelled to say that. So I'm wondering what the right what things. Yeah, I mean, I I would say those would would be. Good circumstances to have sex if you wanted to have sex. Wouldn't they be? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Fair. I have yeah. to adjust my computer. Hold, please. Okay. This will stay in oh, the boy. podcast because people like it to keep it when it's going. Yeah. When I keep it real. But I'm, uh-oh. That's great. It's verite. This is a real you. You show everyone that you don't have wood paneling that you claim to have. Oops. <laughs> there you go. Hide <laughs> it. Um, yeah. But you do, know, you like, yeah, do you like we my... Were, Go ahead. Go ahead. No, Do you like no, my please. plants? I love your plants. They're all fake. Great job, though. Getting Thank the you. Plants. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I only have. I I did have them on the other side of the studio, mm. but then I was like, I I need Nobody more. Nobody can plants. see them. These aren't for you. These are for the people. Oh no! But I but when someone else on the other side sits there. Right. Then I need him behind them. For example, yeah. Stephen Weber. Which, yeah. What What did he get? He got the plants. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Um. I'll have you know, RJ. I tried yeah. to get Stephen Weber on this episode. Oh, with, with you. Blew you off. With you. He's in you... Mallorca. I I'm know. In... <laughs> Toronto. What difference does that make? <sighs> he said he would love to come back on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he would. When he's in the same time zone. Oh. Okay. Well. I just want you to know. Yeah. He didn't blow me off. He blew us off. Cause he knew you okay. were on the show. Yeah. But he has been great with me on one-on-one. Oh, when I, once again, once again, so it's I a, it's a maybe, me thing. <laughs> maybe you're not the appropriate intermediary. Oh, like I should have asked you to reach out to him in my to see if he wants to come on. With I us? don't know. I'm just saying I had no problems dealing with him. Have He's you had more affable and sweet? Have you had more communication with him? Well, I spoke to him after the that clip went out. Right. Has you there know? been more, though? No. So what am I going to say? What am I going to say to him other than likes? You know, well, I've gotten or likes, likes communication. No. no, I mean, have there okay. been more DMs? Because he DM'd you. <clears throat> he didn't DM me. He, he responded to the story that I tagged him in as a DM. You know what I mean? Well, but still. Um, my but point I, is... I'm the one making the initial contact there. I'm alerting him on his phone. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So... He's being a gracious gentleman, which he's never not been. So you guys have not had more communication since then? No. So when you say he's been kind and loving yeah. and I've not known him to be anything else, <sighs> even before I knew him at this level. <sighs> at the deep, deep level, I now know. Stephen I mean, Weber. this was through his publicist anyway, that I got the word. So yeah. I would like to think that he could have said to her, I'm in Mallorca and fuck that bitch. 
but I like RJ. Sure, now the question sure. is, yeah, he could have gave her the old "I'm going to Mallorca." Don't accept anything. Right. This is what a publicist is for. Wait. Oh, so you're saying <clears throat> if if it really were about Mallorca, she wouldn't have even brought it to him. Right. Like if he knew, maybe he doesn't even know. If he just said Mallorca, you know, give give everyone the same blanket. Experience. Oh, no, I think she did talk to him. Okay. That's my sense. So it was a personal rejection of right. you and me. Right. But yeah. I'm just saying she added, but he'd love to come back when he's in the same time zone. Right. She didn't. Now, I don't know if that's her. No, I think that that must have come from him. It could yeah. be bullshit, but yeah, I'm just saying this is not how the RJ Allison, Stephen Weber story ends. No. And I also, what am I going to do? I'm going to see him over zoom. We already, he spoke like that. We spoke remotely already. You did? Well, I'm saying uh, he's he's he said my name. We DM'd. Let's get in the shed together. I think get that's what in the we shed need. together. What does that mean? In, in the shed. In the shed. Oh, in the shed. Yes. What's well, a cabin? Sorry. By the time the next time you come back here, it yeah. will be 100 percent termite free. Not that you, you. (laughs) I know that you didn't see any termites. They're phantom termites. And I know that you don't care. I can see your soul has left your body. Your eyes are glazing over. And this is the general reaction from everyone. However, we are officially tenting. Right. So it'll be. Right. So ready for you guys. So, but let me, let me contrast that experience. The Stephen Weber experience with, uh, there was a fan on dynamite the other night who had a sign that said, B.B. Newirth on HeyEW. Yes, I saw that. Front and center. The woman's name is Christine. I think she's a a patron now because of you. So hello, Christine. Yeah. A wonderful, wonderful darling person. And so, you know, everyone is seeing it. I love getting a a producer in my ear before the show starts going. There's a B.B. Newirth (laughs) sign, a hard camera, and we're going to see it the entire show. I'm like, I got, okay, That's sorry. Great. And uh, so I, you know, someone tweeted it out and then I quoted it and I tagged BB in it. Not a fucking peep. She thinks she's better than you? Sorry, your name was on TBS for the first time in how many years? Right. And you're too big doing your Broadway shit? Mm. What mm-hmm. is she doing? Oh, do another Adams Family. What? What is she doing? I think she's doing some theater shit now. Okay. I don't know. Or pops up on a law and order. Right. You know, she can do the pick of the litter, do whatever they want. You need a wor- stern, wordy woman. I'm in. Yeah. Well, that deal. Is yeah. she on social media very much? She is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> now this is personal. Likes, and I was like, oh, she's, she's reading shit. That's upsetting. Before it would be somewhat noteworthy. To hell with her then. You know who I feel like is everywhere and is associated with B.B. Newirth in my mind, but maybe it's just the era and the hair? Fran Drescher, I feel, is gettable. Well, she's she's got a little, you know, heat. Didn't, well, because she Isn't said something. She sag, well, she said president and there, yeah. you know. That's what I mean by it. Like, she's in my email. She's on my phone. She's everywhere. Yeah. But I don't think she's gettable for me. I don't think this is the time to say, hey. <laughs> Wait, when you say got a little heat, what do you mean? Well, she's. I don't think people are crazy about her right now. 
Be- oh, because oh, because of her statements about the strike yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. but didn't she also make some like questionable vaccine or five G comment or something? Are you saying she's one of those Ben Steins? She might be. I don't know. I want to tell you guys about Zocdoc. We are supported by Zocdoc. Okay, so have you ever been on the hunt for a new doctor and you ask a whole bunch of people for their recommendations? Uh, you get some recommendations and you're excited because you think you found a doctor who gets you, who will listen to you and make you feel super comfortable. And then finally, after weeks of searching, after reaching out to everyone you know, you find the one and you're all excited about this doctor. And then you call their office and they have appointments available. However, the receptionist breaks your heart by telling you this doctor does not take your insurance. Wipe away your tears and head over to ZocDoc to find and book the doctor who is right for you and takes your insurance. ZocDoc is a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, are located near you, treat almost any condition you're searching for. These doctors all have verified reviews from actual real patients. Uh, The average wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 and 48 hours. You can even sometimes get same day appointments. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately with just a few taps. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with the receptionist. Go to ZocDoc.com slash best friend and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash best friend, ZocDoc.com slash best friend. All right, let's get to some stuff on my list. Okay. Yeah, okay. There is a moment from when you and Dalton were here <laughs> that pops into my head so frequently I don't even know if you're going to recall it at all. Okay. I wouldn't say I have a bone to pick with you, but I just need to recapitulate for you. Don't no, don't feel bad. A moment. There was a bowl of ruffles, no, a bag of ruffles, cheddar, yeah. cheddar and sour cream chips. Yes. That you were nibbling from. Yes. And I said to you, we have more ruffles. Mm-hmm. because someone had gone to the store and got like plain ruffles and sour cream and onion ruffles <laughs> yes. ruffles brand do you remember okay. this moment N- no i mean i'm not denying that they were there yes i don't know what you're gonna say next. okay so i said we have more ruffles and you said just with so much derision <laughs> like i don't even know if i can set my face into the expression of just like confusion and derision you said you don't just call them chips (laughs) do you remember this moment no but i am not denying that i said yeah you don't just call them chips because i will do this thing where you know because branding everyone wants their product to be cold they want the kleenex effect right that's the goal. Kleenex, All, Band-Aid. Yeah. yeah. And so I love doing that with items where the name has not stuck. Oh, okay. And my my prime example is Chobani. You mean like you'll call all yogurt Chobani? Yes. That's amazing. I like this. And I will annoy people. I'll say, you want a Chobani? <laughs> Come on, they're good. We have a whole pack of Chobani. <laughs> See if you can pick me up any. It's like a vanilla Chobani. <laughs> they have a strawberry Chobani too. 
and it's infuriating. You know, to be spoken to like that. Right. Uh, so, so, you know, ruffles. Oh, what did you do? You made them rigid and now we got to can't call them chips. But I didn't think that you were doing a bit. This was no. not fun. This was well, not a lighthearted moment. This was you being like, yeah. I hate this woman who calls well, chips ruffles. We have more ruffles. Which well, is phonetically also just because you hate Mark Ruffalo. Well, exactly. But the thing is, we do have more chips. Yeah. But we specifically have other flavors of this kind <laughs> right. of chip you're eating. Yeah. If you're. I, I don't know. Like it sounded like you were in wholesale and had like a <laughs> closet full of just ruffles. <gasps> yeah, and they're in the ruffles be, closet. Like you just have ruffles. We don't have chips here. We don't what have if, ruffles. What if you were eating Pringles and I said we have more Pringles? Would you have the same reaction? Um, no. Hmm. Because Pringles are so distinct. Well, I think Ruffles would feel that they're distinct as well. Uh, right. Well, I think it comes down to the packaging. What if you were eating Bugles uh-huh. and I said, we have more chips and then you, I brought, you're like, yeah, I could go for well, another I chip. And then I just only brought chips. Uh, what are they? They're Bugles. Aren't they corn chips? Well, yeah, they're, but they're like little hats mm-hmm. shaped like a Bugle, really. Yeah. Yes, okay. I, that I understand. But also not shaped like a bugle at all. <laughs> they're bugles they're shaped like have never seen a real bugle. They're shaped like a megaphone. Yeah. They should be they're called cones. megaphones. Yeah. Yes. How do you feel about people referring to popsicles as ice cream? Uh, no. Yeah. It's not. It's frozen sugar. Do you right. want a popsicle? Do you want an ice cream? Two yeah. totally different worlds. Right. I can understand why they're in the same uh, area of the fridge mm-hmm. door at the convenience store. Right. I understand things have to be cold. Uh, crossing out Weber, crossing out chips. Also, I'll have you know, I have come around on ricotta. And despite my valiant effort to find out if there's anything it doesn't go well with. Yeah. I now feel... So I did some research. I think I I might told you I did research. Mm -hmm. It's basically just milk. And milk kind of goes with anything, including fish. Right. Even though people think it doesn't. So basically, I yes, it goes with everything. You win. Good. It's it's an incredible realization, though, isn't it? Isn't it a moment in time for you? Well. Be like, wow, we really, really, you know, got to something here. Maybe I'm just not ready to take all of it in like that. Yeah. But in time. All right. Let me let me get these questions going. When we ask this and them in, they're wondering how you have been. So thanks so much for answering these questions from our fans. Okay. Oh. Hmm. Daniel Schweitz would like to know. Oh, oh and M- Daniel Quant says hello. Daniel Schweitz would like to know, has RJ gotten over the wrestling event incident? Oh, you being late? Mm-hmm. Uh, I had forgotten about it until he brought it up. Oh, so no. <laughs> and I was also late to your podcast, although through no you know, choice of my own, quite frankly. 
that was a Dalton maneuver, and that was also a Taven maneuver. There was other people involved that caused me to be late. That's not there were other people involved that caused me to be late. That was my point. No, no, no. You came late. You left late. The stuff that was in your control, you did not handle well. So I don't. Even if you weren't solely responsible, you certainly contributed to it. Me, first of all, that wasn't even my scheduled podcast. That was Dalton's podcast. Right. Right. I was tagging along and I was on his watch. And then we waited for. Well, I had I had specifically invited you to be on with Dalton. You had gotten the invitation around the same time as him. And you were like, I'll I'll tag along with him or something. I didn't know if I would be able to make it. Right. Right. So I see you were getting him no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. And we also upset, you know, we disappointed Robin. We let her down. How? Oh, with the sex thing? Late, with the tardiness. Oh. Not with the sex. I and think then, she was yes, fine. On top of I that, think she was fine with the, the lateness. I'm not. I know. You know? So it bothered me. And yeah. I, I guess while I, I now understand why you were late, I am a little taken aback at your lack of remorse over it. Oh. Knowing how hard I took myself being late. This is not a technical glitch. This is me taking a moment to digest what is happening right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. First of all, (laughs) I apologized. Yeah. A thousand times. I don't know. Do you feel, did they not, did they not touch where they needed to touch? Did did they not feel genuine? gave me, it was very, what's the big deal? There's wrestling on before, there's wrestling on when I got there, and there's wrestling on afterwards. It's all wrestling to me. It's a good point, but... um, uh, You were were also uh, nervous that you had let down our PR person. I didn't care a whit about it until you gave me so much shit and then i was like oh god my point exactly you ignored the real life consequences what's your point in in bringing up your lack of remorse so i don't know why you're upset about me saying you have a lack of remorse when you just illustrated that you had a lack of remorse well because i didn't realize that i had committed such a faux pas so because because you're ignorant of it yeah but that happens in life Yes, but then it does. Once, but and once, it's ignorant because you are lacking in remorse. What's hard to understand about that? You're saying but, the same thing I am and then disagreeing with it. Perhaps I had a lack of remorse at the beginning because I didn't realize that I had, you know, upset yeah. the way things go. Exactly. I had, And that's what upset me. Yeah, but then once I realized... Yeah. I apologized yeah. so many times. Yeah, I was just stunned that you didn't realize to begin with. Oh, so you're, you're, so you're upset. I just didn't think you would cavalierly waltz into a world like that, of which you know nothing. You talked to Colt Cabana and Anthony Bowens once. You talked know, to Colt Cabana this, twice, by the way, multiple we, times. Have we talked about, uh, uh, look, Daniel Schweitz is starting shit. Yeah, stirring the pot. Uh, we, we we're about- not done with this, but go ahead. Anthony Bowens has made history. I Tony sent me the Tony Thaxton sent me the clip. I was so happy to see that. Yeah. The, f- the first time a wrestler said I'm gay and then the audience was happy about it. Yeah. That was that like it, I yeah. felt really happy seeing I, that. And you know, wrestling is always a good 30 years in the past. So this is a bleep in right. progress. That yeah, that was really great. 
Okay. So, um, but I did yeah. apologize so many times. Okay. Yeah. And that remember, we even had a moment of me being like, I feel like, and this was like, I don't know how, how much later after I'm like, I feel like you're like legitimately upset at me. Yeah. Well, I could have been happier. But I put it, look, no, I've but been you had on to- the show since a number of times. I think we've ultimately put it behind us, except for Daniel the Schweitzman yeah. here, who seems to, you know. No, you had to like, kicks. you had to like step out of character <laughs> and kind of go, sir, like go around our communication and then in through a back door to let yeah. me know that yeah. if it was truly a horrendous deal you wouldn't be talking about it on a podcast and then you zipped back into character right yeah yeah Um, but it was okay i know it's very real to you okay so anyway let's just point out yeah i was late (laughs) to an event where i had no plans to see you i didn't even know you were gonna be there i know that you're upset not on your own behalf but on wrestling's behalf right um and then you gave me shit for it for what felt like eons. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you yeah. were extremely late yes. to my podcast. Correct. And I didn't, all I did was try to make you feel better about it. Because I knew, I, because I knew. And if you showed up with that remorse initially, if you had read the situation, maybe I would have come to your aid emotionally. Mm-hmm. It's and also I if I just breezed into your house an hour and a half later, whatever it was, and say, "Hey, what's going on? Let's do this." I think you would have been similarly offended. I know Robin would be. I love how every podcast we do is just like a director's commentary on like the previous podcast we. So. But I didn't even see you that night. So you were upset when you got to my house the next day at my lack yeah. of remorse, at my defensiveness. Well, you were going to go to the show and then we were going to talk about the show. But I did go to the show. Okay. You know, you went to like 40 minutes of the sh- of a four hour show. I know. But I explained so many times what happened. It wasn't that I was like, this is not important to me. I'm going to fuck. I'm going to say it's like fuck going you. to a book club. And you only read a couple chapters. I don't think the book club is going to be that thrilled. This is reminding me of a modern poetry class in college. Hang on one second, because Daniel just texted me because oh. uh, he has to Daniel get... Schweitz or Daniel Quantz? Quantz. Um, has Quantz met Schweitz? They could be the same person. You should get them on the phone at least. Um. Okay. Uh I had something else to say about all of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just there were so many reasons that I was that late, just like there Mm -hmm. were so many reasons you were late. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the reasons you were late involves just you not understanding the situation. Well, you could have decided to go come separately to my I don't care, but you could have taken your own uh, Uber to Mm -hmm. my house. Sure. I, I was have, coming. I was coming. I was chaperoning Dalton. I was chaperoning Daniel. It was Daniel. his podcast. No, and also Tony came to the show. No problem. Yeah, I know Daniel. Daniel's boss was like up his ass and wouldn't. So he had to work longer than we thought. And I was going with him. So I 
if had to go late. If this was Daniel's podcast, I'm sure he would have opened with a profuse apology about being so late, and this wouldn't have been an issue. <sighs> okay. Uh, next question. Yeah. Allison. Oh, so this is from, uh-oh, your thing happening. Oh, God. Benedicta too. Allison, would you ever consider getting in a ring with RJ for a live show? If so, what is your wrestling name? Um, I don't have a wrestling name. Let me think of one. I mean, like, I'm tempted to say, like, the overthinker or something, but I feel like it should be, you know, better. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to think about that. I know this is an unsatisfactory answer, unsatisfying answer. Well, you can play with your name. You got Rose there. Mm. You know, you could be Bloomin'. Bloomin' Rose? Yeah, Bloomin' Allison Rosen. I feel like that makes me sound like a Bloomin' Onion or something. It could be the gardener, you know? Oh, Things the gardener. You come out with the plants and you reap what you sow and all yeah. that kind of thing. I like that. Have dirty gloves on. It could be a secret, like a loaded mm-hmm. glove or something. And then you hit some. What Daniel's, happened now? Daniel's here. Oh, my God. Here, peek your head what in. I have to find something. Lovely to see your shirt. I can't hear him. Um, oh, he said, lovely to see your it's, shirt. It, well, yeah, oh, like, yes. Thank yes. you. Very nice. Yeah, I'm festive. How you doing? Tell RJ? them about your new gimmick we came up with. Oh, okay. So someone wanted to know what my wrestling name would be. And oh yes. RJ suggested the gardener because my last name is Rosen, and I would come out. There'd be plants and yeah. gloves and okay. Da- so Daniel, I'm not seeing it here. Is it oh, possible? Is it possible that I already looked in there? Is it? Did you find it? No, I told you I couldn't. Okay, find it. well, it's either on my desk or since you're the last one to have used it, maybe I put um, it on your desk. You're 100% sure. Your desk is like one of those. Uh, Into the mic. You know those books for kids where it's, uh, what is it called? Where's um, Waldo? No. Yeah. Uh, no, it's uh, I Spy books and it's like a yes. photograph of someone's desk and you're trying to find. It's like your desk. What's he looking for? Your cigarettes? <laughs> what did he say? He said, what's he looking for? Your cigarettes? My ATM card. Oh, okay. Uh it's somewhere on my desk or oh, it's ch- I would check I your pockets. Okay, would you here, you talk to RJ and I'll go find it. Okay. Hello. Hello? <laughs> <coughs> okay. What's happening, RJ? Is everything okay? You know, as good as it ever is. Uh we were just lamenting again about her being late to oh. the wrestling show. But you my my issue is she's that- the worst. Right. You at least understand that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I'm not mad at you. No. She didn't understand that she's the worst. Yeah. I mean, I try to tell her that. It doesn't seem to sink in. Right. Lots of excuses. I said, if she, you know, if I, when I saw her, if she had the appropriate remorse. No. Then I wouldn't have been so upset. It was a lack of remorse on top of it. Yeah. It totally justified uh, on your part. Thank you. She found (laughs) it already? It is. Anyone want to see oh, the number? Wow. It's incredible. <laughs> well, um, when are you coming back to L.A.? I don't know. I have zero idea. Hopefully within by the end of the year, I guess. I mean, come on, man. This is like a big time TV market. Tony Khan, get your act together, dude. Yeah. You see? know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Sometimes he does listen, especially with Stephen Weber involved now. Oh, he should. Tony's a big wings guy. <laughs> is he maybe yeah. we get maybe we can get weber in the ring allison would do great i feel like the gardener we get the gardener yeah uh well and, i say you reap what you sow there's a whole thing there i love it 
I, Every it, Rosen has its thorn. Yeah, there's a million options. I won't say who, but there was yeah. a certain Svengali type, okay, uh-huh. out there in the world who has uh, nurtured the career of uh, certain famous people. And this person suggested to me that I push Allison in a direction such as this. Oh, not this God. specifically, but right. You know, kind of light that fire under her. Yeah, to put herself out there and metaphorically get in the ring but maybe not metaphorically get in the ring right was it imus it's not it's probably not someone you know okay okay all right okay well, it was imus imus. in my head <laughs> okay, okay it was imus. Good. fine with me i appreciate it. oh could i okay it was um maria menounos's husband and you know maria Uh-oh. did wrestling and so he was like this was huge for her career yeah and he and i, I was have on a zoom call with her once oh really yeah, David Arquette smuggled me into a celebrity Zoom call, and that's how I got hired by WWE. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Well, um, Wild time. she's super nice, but um, Kevin, Kevin Undergaro, who, by the way, I always forget his last name because it's like one of those names my brain doesn't want to. Yeah, keep wanting you to know say Menudo, something. Different. So you say, do you mind just being Kevin Menudo's for two seconds and making my life easier? <laughs> but uh, super nice guy. I've had mo- many conversations with him. He's always like, I think his attitude is, if he were in my shoes, she'd be a bigger star, right? Um, and so, so I feel you challenged your manhood. Not so much my manhood, but my um, my abilities as a manager, my managerhood, right? Yeah, which is you were pushier with your own wife. I mean, maybe I should have put it more on the line. Yeah. Look where we are now. I know. Just slumming it. I know. It's a shame. You got fake plants everywhere. But that's not Can't find her ATM card. Allison's blaming now. Allison's blaming her health stuff on him. Jesus Christ. This is really getting an uncomfortable territory. RJ, it's been a pleasure. I got to go to the bank. So nice. Thank you. It was lovely seeing you. I that just, was great. Uh, yeah, so much more pleasant, right? And it's so now similar to when your children have run in before. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just feel that we should correct calling Maria's husband a Svengali type. He yeah. just does act as her manager, and right. I do actually. But I feel like he be keeps going to be insulted by. Being called a Svengali? I feel like it takes away from what she's achieved on her own a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, I think Svengali has and could have a negative connotation, but I think oh. that he's open. Well, I took it well. Well, that's what's important. But I think that he is open about being her manager, basically. You know, and like and like pushing her and stuff. Okay. Look up the meaning of Svengali here. Do that. Oh, with... oh, yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. What does it say? Person who exercises a controlling or mesmeric, Ooh. right word, influence on another, especially for a sinister purpose. Yeah. See, what's so bad about that? I don't think he's sinister. Um. You know? Do you know him? Do you know her? No. Yes. Um. Oh. Owen's back. Oh. Okay. Just kidding. It was Daniel. Um, bye. Maybe off air you could tell him not to use Svengali. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the word mesmerizing or yeah. mesmeric comes from someone who is named Mesmer. Mm. 
You want me to find it? Yeah. I think he was like an early hypnotist. And while you do that, I will adjust my headphones. Dates back to... Oh, put your headphones on. Damn it. Hello, I found it. Okay, tell me. The word mesmerized dates back to an 18th century Austrian physician named Franz Anton Mesmer. Ooh. He established a theory of illness that involved internal magnetic forces, which he called animal magnetism, which would later be known as mesmerism. I mean, he sounds like he's just shit. Sounds like he's full of shit. Yes, he does. He sounds oh, like yeah, yeah. Involved giving his patients medications with high doses of iron then moving magnets over their bodies. But people have been confounded by magnets for a really long time. Yeah. Well, it is crazy. It is magic, you know? I guess. I mean, I guess, yeah. Well, he was popular with his patients. The medical community was less impressed. <laughs> he got kicked off the faculty of the University of Vienna. And was forbidden from practicing medicine in Vienna altogether. He was an early truther. Wow. And he moved to Paris. It it became a hit, his little racket here. Mm -hmm. He did group sessions in an expensive Parisian neighborhood. Patients would hold hands as Mesmer passed by them, usually wearing a flowing robe. This guy sounds amazing. Yeah. There should be a documentary about him. Yeah, there's got to be a Mesmer something. Jesus. It's amazing that that word has stuck. Right. And he's probably really smug about it. He's like, see, I made a difference. Yeah. Speaking of meanings and such, and I talked about this with you a little bit, pontificate. Uh Uh-huh. So you heard that section of the Stephen Weber show. Yes. I was stunned that it has a negative connotation. I mean, I know that I was stunned that the Mm -hmm. definition is Mm -hmm. negative. My entire life, I just thought it meant to sort of hold forth about something. Right. Well, I can barely recover. I guess it does depend who you say it about. But in the definition is like to speak pompously about something. Yes, because there are so many pompous people now. There are so many non-experts. Right. All we do is talk about things that we know nothing about. That's literally almost all anyone does. And then when there's people who do know something that say something definitive, we usually just yell at them. We say, oh, yeah, then go on Joe Rogan and debate someone. Yeah. Who do you think you are? Yeah. You got a lot of nerve knowing this. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, as for whether I would ever get in the ring. um, Someday, like if I were trained, you know, I've Mm -hmm. seen like the way non-wrestlers can be trained to do that. So sure, perhaps. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Alyssa Van Dyke says, and I feel we've gone over this a bit on some of your episodes, but what inspired yes. RJ to get into wrestling? Uh, I, I don't remember not wanting to do it. And I wish I knew what I saw. Uh, but I just remember not only being a fan of it, but wanting to do it at the same time. Which I assume almost every child, like you're one of your sons is interested, no? Well, Owen, I told you, uh, so Dalton has a clip uh, set to the Moldy Peaches version of Little Bunny Fufu. Right. It's one of his, like, I think it might be pin, a pinned reel. And so Owen wanted to, and he, in it, he lifts someone up, I think, and spins them. Mm-hmm. What's that called? Uh, airplane spin. Okay. Oh, his bangerang, his finishing move, the bangerang. Okay. So yeah. Owen 
Oh, he wanted to repeatedly watch that and said, sure. I forget what his terminology for it was. Uh, but it was like, I want to watch that thing where the guy, the grown, where the, where the guy lifts grownups and does silly things to them or something. Right. So, yeah. so I go, oh my God, it's pretty obvious why every child would love wrestling mm-hmm. and also want to do it because it's stuff that, you know, you're physically incapable of doing. Right. And then, so my question is what prevented me from growing out of it? Mm. I think that's Was the it real talent? mystery. What? Was it talent? Like maybe a lot of people want to do it, but it's not like they're not suited for it. And then you actually were good at it. Well, no, because I would say just even wanting to do it still at the age of 15 or 16 is like kind of an anomaly. That's when your friends like your school friends would drop away. Right. You know, because it's like there's a a world of options now we have access to. Yeah. A lot of stuff makes more sense. So, uh, yeah, I, why did I not say, well, yeah, that was fun to be a kid, but we can stop doing that. Right. D- is there a certain way in which most wrestlers are stunted? <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you put yourself in I mean, in that there's, also, there's also, I mean, it, it encourages, similar to stand-up comedians, it encourages a certain behavior that, that I cannot think is allowed anywhere else in society. Right. So when you've done it from the beginning, you know, the child I interviewed right now, uh, the negative one, he's a, a son of a it's... famous wrestler. He's 11. So when you're growing up in that environment. Is it Brody Lee? Is that his name? That was yeah, his Brody dad? Lee's, uh, yes. Yeah. Um. Not to say that he's a miscreant because he's he is very smart and I'm pretty sure he understands the difference. But you don't know him until you get older. Right. You know, when you get 14, 15, some people just grow up around wrestling like they grow up around comedy mm-hmm. or, I don't know, being in a band or something. And then uh, they have no need to evolve their behavior. Right. When so I, I wouldn't said, say they're deficient. Yeah. When I said stunted, that had a real negative connotation. Yeah. And for a second, I thought, find a different word. And then I was like, I'm tired. But I guess what what I'm really trying to say is, and this is to your question of like, what is it about you that you didn't grow out of that? Yeah. Is there something that all that most wrestlers share that you've noticed? Um, it depends. Certain age groups, certain geographic area. And then the the main thing why I don't think that's the case is because wrestling encompasses so many different things. So you'll get people who are interested in just the athletics mm-hmm. and you'll get people maybe like Dalton and I who are a little more show businessy. Right. You know, and then you'll get people who are physical freaks. Right. And it's like, well, I'm seven feet tall. What else am I going to do? And you have the business coming at you. If you had just gone into theater, let's say, do you think yeah. you would have been satisfied? Assuming you're satisfied now. <laughs> no, I mean, No. No, I don't think I I would have been unless. But there have been a couple times where I was about to get something or it was an opportunity. I was like, well, here we go. If this takes off, I guess this is going to be it, mm-hmm. you know, and I guess nothing is taken off. <laughs> I mean, I feel like right now you're having such a moment 
A renaissance. A renaissance. Yes. <laughs> Everyone had yeah. forgotten you. Your career yeah. was in the dumps. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you emerged like a phoenix. Mm-hmm. It was um, me and, you know, what happened to RJ City? What happened to Linda Lavin? And Yes. Yeah. Quick, She's good, by the way. Quick. She just sang. Yeah, that's a person whose Instagram I follow out of joy. Mm-hmm. You know, she just sang with the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. She was very happy. Good for Linda. Yeah. Um, okay, quick diversion, and then we're going yeah. back into what we were talking about. But in I was thinking last night about names that are like the same in my head. Like uh-huh. for some reason I always if I meet someone named Jody in my head, I will think their name is Tracy. Like Tracy and Jody, pretty much okay. the same name to me. Sure. Barbara and Linda, mm-hmm. pretty much the same name to me. Peter, Phil, and Paul. Oh, it's interesting for me. Yeah. Kurt and Kirk. But I think everyone would agree that those are the same name. Sure. I think that's those different. are just bad names, quite frankly. Brendan that's Brandon. The, yeah. Yeah. That's on the fault. That's the onus is on the name. Right. Are there any. So for you, Peter, Paul and Phil are all the same. Yeah. Peter and Paul are very similar. Phil is mm-hmm. in a ca- separate category. And in that category, I'd also put the name Ken. Well, I also guess when I'm hearing it, I'm seeing the word in my head. Yeah. And I've only remembered the P clearly. Pete and Paul are similar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Remember the Pete and repeat jokes? Did you hear those when you were a kid? Yes. Whatever happened to those? Uh, they didn't stick. No. They didn't, they didn't change with the times. Lasting power. Okay. Uh, Ames said, does RJ have siblings? And if so, what's his relationship like with them? Estranged. Uh, no, I have a brother. He's three years younger than me. He has a baby who is w- over one, who is thir- 14 months. And she's great. He seems to be more of an adult than I am. Mm-hmm. When did that happen? When did he become an adult? When did he become more of an adult than you? Well, he he. That's a great question. Uh, probably around get maybe getting into, I wouldn't even say high school. He he floated around trying to figure out what he wanted to do, but he had always been very serious about wanting to make something of himself, wanting to have a certain, not a certain status, but certain things in life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't care. What, you know, I just want to do the things. What will enable me to do more of the things that I'm doing? Right. You know, and he was like, what can I do that will give me the things I want? Are you talking um, about material things or are you talking about like a certain Yeah, title? but like a family house. Okay. Not material where it's like I want a Cadillac. Right. But, Cadillac. Um, the ultimate in fancy cars. <laughs> that tells you how up I am on yes. automobiles. Yes. I hear what you're saying, though. Um, but he was he's very funny, but he also has the ability, which I lack. Uh, to not try to be funny all the time. Mm. Uh, so he can hold on. And then, then when he is funny, very funny, like to me, once or twice a year, when he uses it. Do you know what I'm saying? <sighs> Only like once a, or twice a year? Yeah, I can. Yeah, usually it's like a family gathering or something when he just, when that side of him comes out. Right. Uh, then it's even more funny. Yeah. Interesting. As opposed to me, who's just kind of maybe a little funny, but all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Is he more comfortable with sincerity? No. <laughs> okay, so it's not about sincerity versus Look, humor. Something ha- something happened during our childhood. Um, no, yeah, he's not. Uh, he's not that good with it. We express in different ways. How does how how? I express more. I think he holds on to things. And then, I, you know, when you hold on to things, they'll come out in different ways. Oh, I see. Like, he wouldn't have said this isn't a sex thing, right? Right. He just would have all of a sudden, like, ghosted the person because it was too intense. Correct. Interesting. Yeah. It's very, not to make this about me, but I will make yeah, it about me. Sure. It's very reminiscent of my sister and me. Yeah. Um, she's three years younger than I am. And she is also has the ability to be hilarious, mm-hmm. but didn't lean into that, you know, career wise. Yeah. Um, and then also I would say like, if something's bothering me, I can't not address it. Right. Um, but having said that, I, can. Will, uh, I do you sometimes not address it directly or as directly as you could. Wait, was that a question? Yeah. Do I sometimes not address it directly? Or okay, so it depends because yeah. if it's Daniel, if it's like, like with Daniel right. or mostly just Daniel mm-hmm. <laughs> or my therapist, let's say, um, I will always, I I can't let things fester. But like with anyone else in my life, probably I do struggle yeah. to communicate things. Yes, is that how you are? Yes, but I do think you feel I, you can so, say anything to Daniel. <laughs> I liked his shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I will over communicate and my brother will under communicate. Mm-hmm. Right. I will. I will probably try to bury the message. Because a you're bunch un- of different stuff. If I have to address it. And I think my brother just probably won't at all. Right. Yes. I relate to that intensely, too. Like. I will, I won't be able to just stifle it. So I'll try to communicate it. But I, because I'm learning how to be better at direct communication, maybe right. it'll come out as indirect or it'll come out as a question when it's not really a question. Right. Or just it'll be confused. Like I have a little note on my wall that says clear, kind, concise communication. Mm. The alliteration is not intentional, but it is. Right. And it's been there so long that I never look at it. And I forgot it was there till right now. So it's really yeah. not. You I should just, just gloss over the concise portion. <laughs> I should. Look, concision is not a word yeah. and it's also not anything I do. Um, that is the best, but I struggle with that. Sure. I, yeah, I will keep talking. I will address something and then keep talking. And then I'm like, you know, you can just stop talking. Yeah. Yes. I know. Uh, but are there people like, do you have your version of the Daniels where it's like, there are people where you can just be straight up and direct with? Sure. Yeah. Cause I trust that they will receive it in a reasonable right. way. Yeah. It's the work situations where it's hard for me. I, I Sometimes I will say in my work environment and the people I work with, it's the opposite because we don't have a lot of time. Oh, so you have to just blurt it out. Yeah. And I think that's good. And we're all, we all get it. I don't think anyone is, you know, resentful or not that there are gigantic problems, but if I need something done or if I need to say like, Hey, you know, whatever, uh, we're all on the same page, but we also don't have the time to, uh, ferment. Right. Um, 
what we were talking about before, I feel like you're having a renaissance. Yeah. It's a real year of RJ. Uh-huh. Does it, like Andrew, when Andrew Dice Clay did that. Yeah. Oh, this sucks. I backed myself into a corner. I'm going to have to say when he did that Woody Allen movie. It's, it's all right. It's a, it's it happens, right? Yeah. Because it was before. Right. But what was the movie he did? I've developed uh, a stutter. Sally what? Hawkins is in it. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. I, I don't even think it was that good. But he also was, was like, in the oh. Lady Gaga uh, Star is Born. Yes. But I know what you're saying. He had a renaissance before that. Yeah. And everyone was like, we didn't take this guy seriously. Right. Yeah. So do you feel like, do you feel like, oh, my dreams are coming true? Sure. I, and it's weird. And I was like, why don't I feel like that? Because we did uh, Forbidden Door was in Toronto. It was at the Scotiabank Arena, which is like, you know, where the Maple Leafs play. There's any concert, if anyone, you know, if anyone noteworthy is playing somewhere, that's where they go. And I've been to wrestling shows there. And Renee and I opened the show in the middle of the ring. And before the camera turned on, uh, everyone's chanting my name, which we did not ask them to. Right. And then I remember going, it's not your job to acknowledge this. You're hosting the show. There's other people Mm -hmm. that they will be cheering for. So don't make a big deal about it. I looked at Renee like, it is weird. And then I maybe blew like a quick kiss. But then I go, why? And then I think back to that moment and go, why didn't I at, at that moment go, oh, wow. Right. Here I am. I've done it. Yeah. Uh, right. Like, why didn't it sink in more? Right. Because I was nervous about a lot of other, other things. Being mm-hmm. in the ring wearing loafers. Was a major concern. What, what were you afraid in of? My air. It, what, uh, I just had not been in a ring in loafers before. But were you afraid you were going to slip? Were you afraid? The so loafers? I. So they were like, "Oh, we think you're going to open the show in the ring." And I was like, "Oh my god, amazing!" And then I basically excused myself. This to go, was to go hours before the show. I had my loafers on. Okay. And then I I walked to the ring and up the steps. Oh, to practice. Just so I didn't fuck it up. Um, and then, yeah, I guess I was just worried about not fucking up. Mm. Can we just really? stick with loafers for a moment? Yeah. But you've worn dress shoes before, right? In the, in the ring? What do you normally wear? In the, what is the, what oh, is the surface of the ring? You wear wrestling boots. You know? Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Big, uh, big chunk that I wasn't putting together. Okay. Yeah. You're talking also... about being in the ring in non-wrestling boots, like anything Correct. other than, okay. Yeah, you could have been and in a Hirachi, also, and it would have been uncomfortable. I had not; I've never been in an AEW ring before, because it's not. I'm all my stuff is backstage. What right. do I need to be out here for? And yeah. I'm like, let me just make sure I remember, you know. And it's it's on one hand probably unnecessary, but mentally it's absolutely necessary. Yeah. What What is the surface of a ring? Like, what does it feel like? It could feel different depending on the on the ring. And it also depends on your shoes. Uh, like women will wear like stiletto heels and they'll sink mm. because it's one of those things where like the sharper it is, the deeper it'll go. You know yeah, I mean? it's the right. The force being concentrated on a small, small right. point. So it's it's, you know, different depending on what shoes you wear. Yeah. So given so that you have the loafer run, yes. given that you have large feet. You're, right. you're good. You're. It's like you're on 
water skis. Yeah, I have been wearing snowshoes. Yes, exactly. Okay. Uh, Ulysses Atkins, when are you going back to a wrestling match? Oh, maybe that might be for me. I thought that was asking you when you're going to wrestle again, but I think it's for right. me. Yes. And Allison, if you were to wrestle, what would your name be? Well, oh, this is that. Hot question. It really is. Uh, and I don't know when I'm going back. Probably when you and Dalton are back in town or Colt. Yes. And I, I don't know when that. Well, we're all work for the same company. Yeah. So, so when I AEW assume we'd is all back be back together. Right. Yeah. But I will say uh, there are a lot of smaller shows that I think you will enjoy. Yes. Uh, and that Tony can certainly guide you. Lucha Vavoom, I think, is a... F- Do you go out? Sometimes. Colt yeah. invited me to Lucha Vavoom. Uh, well, like, the last time it was happening and he was on it, and it was yeah. during COVID, so I did not go. But, sure. Yeah. I think you would have a good time. That's a fun show that I would recommend to non-wrestling people, too. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's also... Now that you've seen it in a big arena, I think it would behoove you yes. to see it more up close. And when will you be wrestling again? My last match was in December. I have not made any solid pro- plans to wrestle again or to not wrestle again. Um, having said that, with AEW, I only get busier. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I started, I was coming in once a month. And now, since January, I have not missed one show they've done. Are you enjoying that? I mean, obviously you're enjoying it, but like, how, what is that schedule like? No, help me. <laughs> uh, well, the schedule has now changed because of Collision, the new show. So it's a thing where I'll definitely be at at least one thing every week. And then I think also the show's only had three episodes. So everyone has to figure out what works best in terms of crew and who's there and when. And it's got to all settle. So it's very feels very like starting a new semester mm-hmm. and figuring out where everything is and like, oh yeah, this is a Saturday and then this should I have to do on a Sunday and you know, whatever. Um, but I'm still filming my show. I cha- I did change stuff. Like when I film would change how I write. Mm-hmm. When I'm co- was when I was coming in once a month, I could write for three weeks and then have right. a bunch of stuff done. Now that I'm in every week, you know, we will film one you know, so I'll work on one a week as opposed to working on 10 for three weeks. Right. Uh, so that's that's like the main difference for me. And then your schedule changes when you're f- always flying to different places. You see, that sounds brutal to me. Uh, it's it's sometimes great. I love riding on the plane. So if I get a three hour flight, I'm getting a Tremendous amount of work done. Mm. It's like a little office and the Wi-Fi is <laughs> never good to watch anything. Right. It's perfect. Like just for writing stuff. That's great. Um, what's really difficult is when you finally come home and you've had delays and there's a time change and whatever. And you're like, I have to immediately unpack my bags and start doing stuff. You know what I mean? Like I can't, if I lie down, I'll pass out and I'll, I'll, you know, I'm leaving again soon. <laughs> so you have to like make the most of your time. Is that what you mean? Right. It's like, yeah, it's like it's not over when you get home because you have to get ready for the next trip. 
Like I would take, I would pass out. I would take advantage of that right. chance. But I go, oh my God, I have to do my laundry immediately because I'm leaving so soon that I will not have any clothes. What is the turnaround? Sometimes it's, you know, if I'm going, obviously if I'm going into dynamite, I'll, I'll leave it Tuesday and I'll come home at Thursday. And then if okay. I don't have to go to another dynamite again, it's great. I'll have enough time to clean my clothes. But then sometimes it's you you go to Dynamite, you come home on Thursday, and then maybe Friday you're turning around and doing something else again. Or maybe you're not even coming home. Maybe it's easier just to go from point A to point B. Do you check a bag? And then it depends how long I'm going for. Who I, watch- try, I, I don't want, well, I will say, if you fly enough, you get to that free check bag level, which is great. Yeah. Having said that, then you got to wait after you get off the plane. Right. And they might lose your bag. And which they've lost many a bag of mm. other people. They've never lost mine, oh. but I've seen it happen. People have their wrestling gear in it and I would just lose my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Who watches your cat while you're gone? A variety of family members chip in. And then sometimes there is a dedicated cat lady. Dear Sylvia is going to be 20 years old in september oh my god how's she doing yeah. amazing like health wise it's uh, all good health wise is good she's older but she's not crabby she's up in the morning she wants to go outside she moves well she sits with people she's social she's very picky with how she eats she's always been very picky mm-hmm. oh this week i'm into this this week i'm into this and then it's like oh you give her new treats and then she's into the treats and then she doesn't want to eat her normal food because mm-hmm. she's so into the treats. And you're like, got to be really careful with her. That you don't uh, get her hooked on treats so she turns down her food? Right. Mm. She'll do really picky. She doesn't mind walking away from food. She's not a dog. You know what I mean? What is her regular food? Do you keep it consistent? Well, there's like a wet, a wet food. Got yeah, it. it was a consistent... And then there was two foods that were being mixed. Mm. And then she stopped liking one. Yeah. Her tastes are constantly evolving. Right. Yeah. What is... Cat people are so lucky that cats live so much longer than dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, she's also a, an anomaly. It's a b- b- very old cat. Yeah. What yeah. What is a cat lifespan? I don't know. My first cat, I think, died at age 17. Okay. You know, I would say... Longer than a dog, but not that much longer. Got it. You know? Well. Yeah. Good. Thanks for bracing me for that. Anything else on your list? Yeah. Any on. other deaths you want to address? Did any any dr- income any, coming demises? Any any deaths you want to address? Alan Arkin. I know. Uh, well, look. Uh, Wendy, my dog, is nine yeah. and has a heart condition. Jeez. And so we're looking at like. Probably like two more years or something, mm-hmm. which feels like not enough. It's never enough, though. Yeah, you know, you're you're you could have relatives who die at ninety five. It's not enough. Have I? I forget if I've talked about this with you, but I know so many people, and maybe it's just a male comedian thing. Yeah, who are like, I want to make it to like seventy, and then I'm good. Yeah, and I I've always say this. to them, "You have said this." Yes. Okay. So yes. It's a man thing then. That it's a thing of among men who come on my show. Right. Uh you make people want to die. <laughs> thank you. Um, but I always say, uh, let's talk when you're 69. Right. Because 
it's not going to, you're not going to want to check out at 70. I mean, unless I things go really. I know. I, yes. I know plenty of old men who, when one thing went wrong, they were like, let's try to get out of here. Just but wrap they it don't. Up. Yeah. If you, if, oh my God, if I, you know, there's been old men in, in my family who, oh, if you have to walk with a walker, then they're not going to walk at all. They're so ashamed of the regression yes. that they're like, get me the fuck out of here. But and then they, for lack of a better term, really try to slowly kill themselves. By which, doing what? Oh, I'm not well, I'm not gonna get up. I'm not I gonna see. walk. I'm gonna not- drink. I'm gonna blah blah blah. And then they they Well, know, there's depression I'm in there, clearly. Bedridden, I'm not gonna do this for my back or whatever it is, so it gets worse. And then uh they then they underestimate how long a human being can stay alive. <laughs> You know, you think, right. oh, if I don't eat for a couple days and then the fucking months go by. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Um, so I've known people like that. Obviously, the, the common one is like the wife dying and then the husband's like, I think I'm ready. I won't right. be mad when I die. You know right. what I mean? Uh, which is very sad. But I also am very worried about, and I bring this up when I do cameos a lot because it's for people's birthdays and whatever. Yeah. People are like a hundred is no big deal anymore. Right? Remember there was like one hundred year old when you were a kid, they were like, There's one lady lived to a hundred yeah. Italy or some shit. To me it's still a big deal, but I hear what you're saying. Well, it's it's more common now. Well now there's isn't there like a woman in Japan who's like 121? Right. So think about what the life expectancy is gonna be, provided we don't all, you know, explode burn up. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Right, which would be a nice, which would be a nice balance to this, I guess. Mm-hmm. But imagine what the life expectancy is going to be when we get old, right? And can you imagine being eighty, yeah, and having another thirty years to go? I hear what you're saying. It really depends on the circumstances, right? Do you ever do this thing where you th- try to imagine like living forever, like true infinity? And it's like the brain cannot do it. It like right. gives me the bends. Yeah. Well, because things are changing. You can't really picture change. You know, but also the idea of like what's life becomes meaningless if it's forever. Right. Like, what's the point if this is just going to go on like forever? Yeah. Um, yeah, my dad is like officially old at this point, and like my dog has a heart condition, and um, his is like worse actually than Wendy's, but you know they're neck and neck. No, his is his is worse. She's asymptomatic, but anyway, watching him now mm-hmm. does make me go like, wow, being old sucks. Yeah, <laughs> like when your no, body starts good. going, like watching the house become just festooned with like old people stuff like all the medical yeah. supplies and the walker and the yeah. this and the, it's just it's it's depressing yes the uh, the uh, unlearning and some people don't have this because they have different bodies but the un, the 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 this new idea you have to deal with where you're like oh my body's on its own fucking path yeah and I have minimal control it Kind of does what it wants. And I thought we were all the same, but I'm just a brain in a fucking thing, and I barely know how to drive this thing anymore. Right. And sometimes you're not even a brain. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. And, but, and to your point about the the loss of dignity of it yes. to become yes. dependent after right. being like a adult head of the family kind of person and then to yes. be dependent on people. 
Right. But yeah, it is. It does. I it's such a obviously a common path. Yeah. I wonder why we still have such shame surrounding it. I think loss of vitality is or virility or however you want to put it is just I do wonder if men have a harder time. I'm seems like old ladies flourish. Yeah, I think so. I think they also and maybe this is the I mean, men, I feel, have been fighting against it the forever with that like old men dating young women thing just yes. like the, the concept that like an older man should always be with a younger woman right you know that old idea i feel like this is where it comes from yeah right well because men can have babies forever right i guess um okay a few more questions are you okay would on be time really helpful to have like an expert somewhere here uh yes what yes. would it would it be a sociologist? I'm just, like, we don't, I'm just like, we don't know what the fuck we're talking Would it be a sociologist, though, or would it be like an old person? Like, what kind of expert are we looking for here? Oh, a sociologist. Not just a random old person? No, they, those people are useless. They can't even take care of themselves. Right. Um, I'm going to take a guess that you're not watching and just like that. I am watching it more than I, I'm not watching it. But I'm aware of it more than I would be otherwise, because I am friends with Mario Cantone. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, and I don't feel this is a spoiler. Yeah. Did you ever watch Sex and the City? Like, do you know the characters? Yeah, I know it, but. Yeah. Okay. Evan Handler, who plays Harry, who is Charlotte's husband, bald yeah. guy. Anyway, they're getting older now. And he ejaculated and nothing came out. This was a whole plot point. Apparently yeah. that happens to older men. Yeah. It like just Yeah. And then there were like there were all sorts of puns and she was like, Harry, where is it? Because she their kids went away and she's like they had sex and she's like, Yeah, do you want to come on my tits? Right. And, you know, he's like, oh, it's not even my birthday. And then she's that like, would where be, is it? Yeah. That would be particularly embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, if it's in a, a condom or if you're masturbating alone in your own bed right late at night it would be a dream to not ejaculate well exactly so then miranda who has come out but miranda as as a lesbian but miranda was like this seems like an upgrade to me yeah and then they're like that should you know that should have been the because she was saying like she was never that into jizz and then they're all like that should have been the first tell and then the other ones are like you know all about jizz right yeah, no, I would say if you went to perform such a performative act. Right. And then nothing came out, you know, that's the ta-da of it all. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm just, and I hope this isn't TMI, like, I don't think I am all about jizz. Right, all ab- all about it? <laughs> all that jizz. It's a yes. new state, it's a new show. Really nice. Um. Yeah, I don't, I mean, unless I was trying to get pregnant and actually able to, unless I needed the jizz, you know, I don't think I'd be like, oh, fuck, where is it? You know, it'd just be like. You're more functional with it. Yeah, well, I did IVF, so actually, no. Well, no, he did. Right, not even that. Well, we needed it, but just not, I would just, I just was not part of that, that process. We'll go in and get it. There's like a little room you go into. Yeah. 
and there's a bunch of porn in the room. Yeah. I never saw it, but he, it was all like big butt Latina porn, he said. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so, you know, I, I don't know. I, I guess yeah. my question is really more for other women out there. Uh, how do you feel about jizz? Yeah. Just write in. Yeah. Let her know. And this is a good one to bring when we have Robin back. I would like to know Robin's thoughts on. I would like to as well. Okay. Um, Tammy H. RJ, do you just like to complain and give Allison a hard time? You are on her show more than anyone else, but you do the most complaining about how she conducts her podcast. Uh Also, how old are you? I, when does this come out? Uh, next week, probably. Okay. As of July 18th, I will be 35 years old. Wow. Yeah. And what does that wow entail? Uh, I don't know. It felt the moment needed a wow. I felt, <laughs> but the truth is I know how old you are. And I th- actually thought oh, you were okay. already 35. Right. And I also thought your birthday was July 19th. So I was just, it was a lot to take in. Yeah, same same as Nelson Mandela. But also why he and I are just yeah, like that. RJ and Nelson. Yeah. But here's the thing. I was so sure it was July 19th that mm-hmm. I wondered, is it possible that you got your own birthday wrong? I see no. You know what Danhausen does every year? Yes, he tweets happy birthday on the wrong just day. A random day. Yeah. And ruin, truly, truly ruin my entire day. Because you're just feel yeah, having to correct people. Yeah, well, he wields power. The last time he did it, AEW panicked and made a happy birthday <laughs> graphic. And I got to <laughs> them before hilarious. they posted it. That is, that's true mischief. Yeah. Yeah, really? Yeah. Because they, well, how did we miss this? Right. I'm also like, I'm one of those weird employees where i do my i'm in my own world so i'm not really on the books right i don't know if they have my birth information do they know you work there i'll tell you this (sighs) i don't i don't have the much heralded all elite graphic yeah when people get signed they go dan hasn't is all elite i never got one i've been working there over a year and a half did they make one for renee oh renee got one before Before she worked there walked in the door they had it ready for her the first day and i was like that's really nice uh i'm not even on the website <laughs> and they, they have a roster section which obviously has the wrestlers which i'm not a wrestler for right now. but they have a broadcast team you're not on there not on the bright i've now hosted three pay-per-view pre-shows hmm. i've been on dynamite i've been tumbling balls I've been yeah. picking out balls that's a real hot thing mm-hmm. I was attacked on the show by while Moxley, being a right? correspondent. Yeah. yeah. You think if that doesn't earn you your stripes. Right. Well, so, it, <clears throat> have you talked to anyone about it? I brought it up publicly. So we'll see. We talk about over talking. Talk about not being direct. Yeah. Yeah. My, the company that sells ads for my podcast, I was not on their website for a while. Right. And I was like, hmm, what's that about? Uh, and then I mentioned it to them once. And they're like, yes, we need to update our website. We need to add some, you know, the other mm-hmm. people. And then like it didn't happen. So I just ignored it. 
And then one day out of curiosity, I looked and there I was. And I was like, I wonder how long I've actually been on here thinking that I'm not on here. Right. It could have been a long time. It's one of those things where, and I check that roster page quite frequently because when I'm writing notes and doing hey stuff, it's nice to have a list of the wrestlers and whatever. Oh, is there anyone from, I don't know. I'm making a joke about Spain. Is there anyone from Spain? Yeah. Look, you know, um, so I see it a lot. I'm reminded almost weekly that I'm not on there. Do you know who handles that though? Like, have you talked yeah, to them? Yeah, and I could, I could ask them directly, and I feel like it would defeat the purpose. Oh, yeah. Is that how you I are in I'm... relationships? Hmm. Is that how you are in relationships? And let me explain what I'm saying because this is yeah. too vague, but it makes perfect sense to, in my head. If I have to beg for a blowjob, I probably don't ultimately want one. Is that what you're like that? Yeah, I wasn't going to go towards sex, but... Well, it's a sex thing. <laughs> yeah, is that how you are? Yes. Who's enjoying begging for, a, <laughs> begging for anything? Uh, there's a third option. Yeah. Which is, let's take sex off the table. This is, okay. RJ, this, this isn't a sex thing, thing, right? Okay. Why isn't that a button? Why isn't that one of Tony's buttons? <sighs> this isn't a sex thing, right? That would be no, so I good. Gotta, I gotta make a note. You want a clean take of it? Yeah. All right, count me in. In five, four. This isn't a sex thing, right? <laughs> so good. Okay, yeah. Uh... <laughs> drop this isn't uh sex yeah well he's gonna be listening to the episode of course he's gonna do this come on i don't know he's not an idiot (laughs) he's not an idiot he's not an idiot he's not he's a moron but he's not an idiot Oh, okay. You're saying take the sex out of it. Take the sex out of it and the begging out of it. It's the kind of thing where it's like Sometimes, you know, if there if if your needs aren't being met, if there's something yeah. you would like, just state it, and then the person will be like, "But I, but if I have to say it, then it takes mm-hmm. the it doesn't feel good when I receive it." Right. Yes, I mean the fact that I had to uh, have to point it out like this that no one has noticed it. Yeah, it's like, and then also there is a another part of me that goes. This is a really good slight to keep in your back pocket. Well, see, I almost wonder if that isn't why it continues. Like, they are not going to make it graphic now. It's like, it's a whole thing. It's it's moot at this point. Yeah. Yeah. But it is going to be a really, if I ever have to get into some sort of debate at work. Oh, I see. Of of my tire. If I ever have to prove my tireless efforts. Right. I will absolutely throw out, uh, I don't even have a graphic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. But the first part of the question, do you just like to complain and give me a hard time? You do the most complaining about how I conduct my podcast. It's a way I communicate. <laughs> a lot of it is framed as a why. Mm. I think I it's a genuine curiosity. And then, yeah, do I just like to complain? Yes. Wait, what is the the genuine curiosity? Like, oh, why can't you do prep? Why can't you? Right. Um, we owe this huge list and then we never got to the list. Why don't we ever get to the list? I mean, you know. You it's, know, it's also me being it's a it's 
it's like a second generation reaction. So it's me being neurotic and then having certain expectations because I'm neurotic. And then when they're not met or when something else happens, then I need to know why, Mm. you know, just so everyone knows. And I think they know based on the amount of times I've had you back. Yeah. I, I am amused by it. I feel like it's just like a thing. It's a bit, it's almost, it's not exactly a bit, but it's almost, it's like, to me, it's all in good fun. And I find it amusing. I don't actually take any of it to heart. Everything's a bit like, I don't fuck. I, I hate this whole bit thing. I've, I've been seeing it a lot. I have a friend who sends me memes about bits because I will be doing a bit and then they won't understand it. No, 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 this is a bit. And then there's a whole, there's a whole uh, sub meme culture about bits. Uh, Does it exist just between you and this guy? No, No, he finds them. He finds them and shows them to you. Yeah. Okay. But I've seen, but I've also seen them elsewhere. You're like attuned to the bit. You're like, what? What? Did you say, what did you just say? You're attuned to the bit? You know, when you buy a car and then you see the similar car all the time oh this bit bit culture everywhere now are you talking Um, about the tiktoks that are like i'm a sommelier here are the bits i like to do and then they have like all their little jokes that they do with people when they're recommending wine i think that's a part of it yeah i think we've become more aware as a culture about these bits right you know but i do bits even when i'm not necessarily doing bits so i get upset and i think everyone to a certain extent is doing bits almost all the fucking time so i get upset when people will point out me doing bits as if you being nice like me being mean or whatever Mm -hmm. is somehow a bit and then you being nice is the most genuine thing in the world oh right yeah they're both it's all a fucking bit the shit you say to me in an elevator, the making small talk with a stranger in an elevator is the same level of bit as if the person farted in the elevator. You know what I mean? Instead of doing pullman, this is where it's all coming from the same place. Something you ate bits. earlier? Um, well, not by, I'm saying purposely. Yeah. Oh, purposefully farting. Yes. Who does that? I don't know. Sick, sick people, but I'm saying they're both bits. <laughs> I don't know if I agree with you, yeah, but I hear you. Um, let me take it back that it's a bit then. It's in good fun. I don't take it personally. Yeah. Well, I don't mean to insult you. <laughs> if that's what you're, if if that's what this person is getting at, yeah, they're saying it's not done maliciously. What they're saying is. Why are you mean to me? Well, I also, I think was brought up in a family that doesn't seem to know another way of communication. Mm. That uh, seems to be all we did. So I'm like, so that we have a very high divorce rate in our family. Mm. And I think it's from outside people going, I can't take this anymore. This is, <laughs> this is a lot. Yeah. Um, And there's also the kind of the philosophy of if I like you, I'll make fun of you to your face. Mm-hmm. If I don't like you, I'll make fun of you behind your back. Mm. You know? It's uh and then I certainly enjoy being made fun of by certain people in a certain way. Yeah. You know No, this yeah, it's attention. It's some someone paying att- paying both paying attention. It shows someone sure. paying attention. Yeah, I 
oh my god yes and that is the other thing is that i'm not just like wantonously strolling in the studio and saying random shit Mm -hmm. it's based in stuff i see or know you know about you or the stuff you're doing so at least there's you know you do have my attention at the very least thank you i'll have you know the apple of your eye robin shore yes was a dear, little bit dear Robin Shore. Yes. yes. Was a little bit taken aback by how Dalton was finding fault with my show. Uh, well, not think- you, but Dalton. And I had to explain to her, it's like someone farting in an elevator. And she didn't understand what I meant either. Uh, I'm joking. No, but I said that's the, like, he always does that. It's it's he, I'm yes, I think it. he's I think he was absorbing my and I think he likes to do that with me. Yes. It's yes. like a, th- a thing that you guys do when you come on. Yeah. I think, right. he, I think he does when we're... I feel like he enjoys being... It gives him permission to be a shittier person. Yes. Uh, last question. Oh, God. What? I, I can't believe we've come to the end of this. Well, I do have... I have one more on my back. Oh, yeah, it's fine. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Tammy H., who is your favorite television character... What are your favorite television shows? Why do you like pop culture that is older than your generation? Mm. Mm. Who's what's the first one? My favorite television character? Yes. Jesus. That's a hard one. I do I would you count Rod Serling as a television character? I mean when he would do those intros yeah. on the Twilight Zone? I've I think so. I've borrowed from him quite liberally when I'm doing backstage stuff. Really? Like how? Yeah. Well, I did a a, a promo. Uh, what did we do? Double or nothing? And uh, they cut to me, and I cut a little thing, and like that's who I was in my head. I don't know uh, what it came out like, but in my head, that's who I was being, sort of channeling that right. big epic. Yeah. I just it's fun to speak like him. Who else am I like? Oh, well, I mean, we should count like Dick Cavett. Sure. Okay. I mean, these aren't characters. These are these personalities. Aren't characters, but... Right. I always do love Sam the American Eagle from the Muppets. I really, he's just, he's so, he looks exactly the way I want him to look. He looks so stern and wants things in order and it's just great. And then mm-hmm. it just comes undone. And it's just carved into his face, which is important. I wish, I wish I could be more serious. Uh, to huh. have more impact when things unravel, like Sam the Eagle, like Sam, yeah, <laughs> he has he had a credibility that I lack. Yes, he's yeah. trustworthy. Yeah, interesting. Um, hmm. what was the other one? Favorite television shows, and why do you like pop culture that's older than you? I would say obviously the Twilight Zone. Uh, SCTV was like, ch- uh, like molded my brain as a child you know Muppet show sesame street sctv definitely those and they're all again very similar mm-hmm. they're all putting on a show yeah and so is wrestling so none of this is far out of my wheelhouse at all um and then i do love those sh- those like uh i don't know dark shadows mm. it's another weird i don't know why and then i'll be into like the opposite of the you know the thing that I'm into. Uh, and then why do I like pop culture that's older than me? I find it, I mean, it's a world that does not exist anymore. So it's already funny to bring it into this world. 
number one. There are people as dated as my references are uh, when I'm making jokes and when I've had to write stuff, I find it easier to make jokes about Don Knotts because people's perception of Don Knotts is not going to change. I was writing on a show. uh, It was like a a daytime show and we were making a, a reference to Brad Pitt and he was in the middle of some shit where he yelled at his kids on the plane or some whatever. Oh, yeah. And we were all like, what do we do? Because this show comes out in two days and maybe right. it's different. And I'm like, that's why like Don Knotts wins. <laughs> like, sorry, right. it's easier when they're dead. They're more immune to cancellation. Right. Because they're not, they're not alive. Right. Interesting. Um, and then, you know, dead people get canceled. I think Kate Smith got canceled. Who's Kate, uh, who's uh, Kate she's Smith? She's saying God bless America. For the Philadelphia Flyers, they always uh, that year they won the Stanley Cup. They brought her out. It was a whole thing. She was a belter, like an Ethel Merman. But okay. I think she sang some songs that were racist, but they were also mm-hmm. racist at the time. It's, okay. You know, you're singling her. Out, you know what I mean? Um, That whole whatever. I'm not going to get into that now. But the, those people also seem to be show business seem to favor more distinct people mm. than two. Like, um, you know, what, like, what is an impression of Ben Affleck? <laughs> right. Seriously. I mean, I yeah. can't tell you one thing it's to go yeah. on. And it's not a slight on him, you know, but I mean, not to compare Don Hodge to Ben Affleck, but even a Jimmy Stewart or a James mm-hmm. Cagney or a whatever, like that's, right. those are or Humphrey Bogart. Like, oh, they those were are really. And they were so much larger than life, too. Yes. Yes. And Distinct then also and larger you life. go, you know, there's an Ethel Merman who is the, another larger than life. And then singing wise, I feel like there's whatever the, the popular sound is nowadays. There's also 20 people who sound the same way. Yeah. And also the culture is fragmented now. So there's just a bunch more celebrities and they all have a very small slice of the pie. So it is really... To, to just like harken back to the day of like, oh, this is a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. These these people are really important, which makes it funnier that none of this is really important. <laughs> I see what you're saying, though. You miss the pageantry. I miss the pageantry and the, the air of, oh, this is meaning. Mm-hmm. And maybe it only has meaning because I wasn't involved in. Mm. You know? Uh, I don't I don't know. Unrelated, but related slightly to the fact yes. that you said maybe it only has meaning because you weren't involved in it. Daniel yeah. was saying to someone um, that he married up. It was m- meant to be a compliment, but he said he married up and she's just too broken to realize it. And I was like, hang on one second. I didn't say this, but I was. I that doesn't sound like it. an up to me. Like, right. And also, I don't consider myself, I mean, I, yeah, of course, like, I'm damaged just like everyone, but I don't, yeah. and there's no way out of this, because I can't go like, yeah. excuse me, I'm aware that you married up. Yeah. But like, no, I, I was like, like, don't. you married down. If you're too broken to realize it, I think you're a down. He's way ahead of you, it sounds like. If He's... his theory is correct. I think he, I think he meant she's too broken to realize she can do better than me. Right. But then that's why you're a down. 
whatever it was, it was yeah. pathologizing our relationship. Like right. I'm not with you because I'm broken. I'm with you yeah. because I'm I chose to be with you. Yeah. And like I'm aware I have options. Yes. I used to really, really have that up and down thing drilled into my head when I dated. By whom? I, me. Like oh. I would be like, oh, this is an up. This is a down, you know? Yeah. Or it's not even a down so much as the other person is dating up. Depend, but but that means they're a down. A million, what? But that would mean they're a down if they're dating up, then you're dating yes, but down. It would depend on, I guess, a million different factors. Okay. It's not just to say this person's shitty and this person is not. Right. It could be this person just got out of a horrible relationship. Mm. Or this person has more money than me. Or this person is smarter than me. Or right. this person is in better shape than me. Like, has more followers. Ex- yes. It depends on what factors you're looking at. Because everyone's right. up and everyone's down. And when you, if you ask Daniel why you're up, I think he would reveal things that are important to him. Values that he has. Yeah. The thing is, I don't even think he really... I don't even think he really meant it that yes. much. You know, I mean, yes, I think that he feels lucky to be with me. Yes. Um, I have more of a public persona that I'm yes. more of a public figure than he is. Yes. Um, and I think he also enjoys participating in it without having to be the center of it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Without yeah. having his name on the podcast. Right. Yeah. Um, I also, well, my point is it's a very limiting way right. to look at it because you can only draw on a certain number of factors yes yes uh, i also it was a joke i had where obviously you know wrestlers date wrestlers mm-hmm. and you can't the best way to do it is just to date the most mediocre wrestler possible because you can't if you're they're really bad then like oh my god this person fucking sucks like mm-hmm. it sucks but if they're better than you it's even worse she just got really the the happiest relationships in wrestling right. between two completely average people. Yeah. I yeah. feel like that's almost true of life as well. Mm-hmm. So wait. Who appreciate it's a good what? joke. Who did you Thank share you. this joke with? Other wrestlers? Or was this like yes. in your wrestling yes, yes, comedy? Yes. This, no, no. I've I've I'm I'm sure it'll come out on an episode of Hey at some point. Okay. I just haven't gotten there yet. I haven't yeah. had too many couples on the show yet. Right. Uh but no, it's certainly come out. Um, As, and then the old joke is like, you know, uh, you're that person's shit. You just don't think so because you're dating them. Isn't that isn't like how good a wrestler is like sort of objective or no? Yes. And people have opinions. I see. Yeah. Hmm. No, it's not objective. None of this is objective. This isn't these aren't sports. Like you can't right. say I'm, I'm you know, right. this many home runs. Yeah, I guess. And to and like it depends on what whether you're looking at what factors you're looking at too. Right. Yeah, I guess you're I mean, right because the outcome is de- is predetermined, so it doesn't yeah. have to do with their ability. It's all personality driven, right. really. You know. Well, solid point. I don't feel that I should be characterized as broken. No. Rest my case. Yeah. Um RJ, thank you so much. This has been a long it's longer than my patreons usually are yeah. because i think obviously i enjoy talking to you and it had sure. been a while since you had been well, on and i care about your listeners i don't know what other shit they're getting on this Patreon. right just 
It's just an endless oh, parade. Simmons. Of... Oh, aren't kids stressful? I don't know how often you can listen to that racket. Well, that's not Patreon. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's oh, my kids are killing me. What's the name of the podcast? Kids, it... huh? <laughs> I love your impression of it. Clearly, yeah. you've never listened because mostly we just talk about butt stuff yeah. and uh, and like just it's so it is very adult. It's mostly mm. just about oh, like raunch. It's yeah. Yeah. But it's silly, silly raunch and right. other stuff. It's like, like saying saying all that jizz. You know, yeah. so. Then about 35 minutes in, usually it'll be like, welcome to Childish, a podcast, you know, like we'll remember yes. what we're supposed to to be doing. Right. So anyway, though, I get your point. That sucks. It's a parade of shitty Sorry. stuff. And look so, at me, I'm preventing you from rapping. Wrap up. I won't okay. say anything else. No, it's all right. So yeah, it's just this thing that is boring, this thing they've yep. heard before, this right. thing that sucks, this thing that's depressing. And then it's like, oh my God, a breath of fresh air. It's RJ right. City and yeah. his wonderful attitude. Yeah. And then in three months from now, people have more questions like, why? Why? <laughs> Would just be why? Yeah. Yeah. Never has my character been so scrutinized yeah. than on this program. Thank you for allowing yourself to be interrogated. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, this was delightful for me. Um, yeah. And uh, thank you. Mm -hmm. Tell them where. Plug your stuff, please. Oh, you like me really? to do your plugs. You well, like... shouldn't the host? Okay. So please check out Hey EW every Sunday morning at the crack mm -hmm. of dawn. Mm -hmm. uh, and then after that, check out RJ makes coffee in his underwear where mm -hmm. he makes coffee in his underwear. And you can find Correct. that on YouTube. It's mm -hmm. live streaming. You can interact yeah. Uh, and then also there's so much merch. There's new wrestle ants t-shirts. And I was yes. like, it should be wrestling ants. This wrestle ants thing is, ugh. but I've decided I, I had to let that go. So I mm -hmm. put that behind me. I, it's a cool shirt. Mm -hmm. So you can get that at shop AEW.com. Wow. Look, at is you. that right? I pulled that. This I pulled great. that out of thin air. Follow him on actually like you now. Follow him. He likes me already. Yeah. Right. Not after this. Follow him on Twitter, yeah. sort of, at RJ City One. Uh, Follow him on Instagram at RJ City. Subscribe uh, to his YouTube. He's now on Threads and also yeah. on Blue Sky. Yeah, well, remember when we were on Mastodon for a second? Yes. I haven't checked we in a long best. time. Daniel announced that he prefers Blue Sky, and I was like, well, sorry. Threads is... is uh, you can post video on Threads. Fucking game over. I don't know what else to say. But also you can find the people that you want to find. They like automatically follow you. Right. It's that's the problem with blue skies that you can't find the people that yeah, you're trying to I find. Now realize how many people I have on mute on Instagram. Oh, and I'm like, oh, my God, this person's still alive. Um. Yeah, I've only muted one person on Instagram. You taught me about mute on Instagram. I have a question, though. So yeah. after getting on threads, all of a sudden I got a bunch of followers on Instagram. Right. If they follow you on threads, do they instant? Is it an automatic follow on Instagram? I don't think so. And I hope it isn't. I think maybe I had it set so I was automatically following anyone on threads that I'm following on Instagram. Maybe they yeah. saw that I was following them and then they were yes. like, oh, I didn't. Yes. I yeah. think they will certainly pop up if you're not following them. And I think people are inclined to. But I hope that's not the case because there's people I want to read and I don't want to look at their pictures. And then there was a bunch of like requests that I had to yeah. manually approve, which was weird. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I don't understand why some this is over. Yes. Look at this. It's over. Yeah. Um, you guys, you're very patient if you're still listening. And I love you. And thank you for being my patrons. Uh, and if this ever ends up in a general feed, subscribe to my Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Oh, and check out my merch. My merch store is yeah. up and it's great and it's got new items being added all the time. But right now mugs. there's there's mugs. Yeah. There's t-shirts. There's hoodies, there's a tank top, there's notebooks, there's stickers. By the way, a lot of people want stickers. Seems like they don't want them now. I shouldn't even say that publicly, but guys, get No, the you st- can't listen to the people. You got to put the out sticker. what you want. I guess get so. A mug. Get a mug. Yeah, do it. And go to alisonrosen.com and click on the thing that says, my merch store is something about merch. Click on that. Okay. Doesn't even look um, at our own site. I don't, yeah. Uh... Thank you, RJ listeners. Yeah. Thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen is your new best.